Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I'm your host, founder and ministry leader, Brandon Dawson. Now, I have got an urgent and alarming broadcast for you guys concerning the U.S. military. I have got several major headlines I'm going to be talking about, which reveals that our nation is more susceptible to an attack and war more than any other time in the history of its existence. Could these vulnerabilities lead to a prophetic warning sign of an inevitable collapse and rising global conflict? Could these signs also be a major indicator of imminent danger against our nation's northeast coast? And all of these answers and more coming up in this episode's broadcast. Now, the primary role of our military is to deter our nation's adversaries and to fight and win our nation's wars. On the most part, the United States military has been the very forefront of global stability throughout the world, and its presence has effectively safeguarded our constitutional republic, our rights and freedoms, making it possible for Americans to not only live out their lives to the very fullest extent, but also making it possible for religious freedoms in the gospel to flourish. Now, without the strength of our military, we would not have the nation that we have today. We would not have won our independence. The world would still exist under global tyranny of monarchy and dictatorship. World War I and World War II would not have been won, and perhaps even the Jewish state of Israel wouldn't even exist today if it weren't for the strength and determination of our military. However, all of that is changing thanks to progressive, very progressive, anti-biblical liberal ideologies which have completely depleted and destroyed our nation's military. Now, as it stands in this very moment, our nation's military not only lacks the recruitment numbers, to successfully defend our Constitution from any kind of threat, but also lacks the strength, it lacks leadership, is lacking the ethics, the values, and morality, which have served as the very heart and backbone that once led to the liberation of oppression, tyranny, and slavery. If we were confronted on this very day with a major conflict, with the way that things are right now in the current circumstances, our nation would overnight quickly cease to exist. Now, a lot of us have been following recent news reports concerning issues that are plaguing the U.S. military, but on the most part, a vast majority of Americans have absolutely no clue what is going on and the urgent warnings that are all flashing red. Now, an article just came into my inbox just the other morning from Military.com with a headline which reads, Unprecedented promotion hold leads to third service without a confirmed chief. Now, as of right now, there have been a massive waves of resonations among our military members and its top leadership aiming the progressive agenda that has been destroying our U.S. military and also in consequence to the force mandates. Biden has nominated several 
far-left candidates to fill the leadership positions, but as of right now, the Senate has effectively blocked these nominations in protests of not just the left-leaning nominees, but the woke and progressive agendas that are rotting away our military. And so as of right now, the Marine Corps, the Navy, and U.S. Army are all without leadership. Now, at the heart of the Senate protest that has effectively halted the military body nominations is concerning an abortion and transgender policy over the U.S. military, which occurred several months ago as a result of the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, an article by ABC that's dated back uh, in February, its headline reads, U.S. military says it will grant service members up to three weeks leave to travel for abortions. Now, aiming the co- the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade, the U.S. Defense Department released a series of new policies uh, to provide additional support to service members and dependents traveling out of the state to receive an abortion, including allowing up to three weeks of administrative leave. Now, the military has been adapting to the Supreme Court's decision in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization back in June, which reaffirmed the value and dignity of the unborn life by reconsidering the precedence that was set in the 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling. And this pivotal decision activated what uh, are called trigger laws in about over 12 States or dozen states crafted to be implemented um, immediately at the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, several states that championed the rights of the unborn, like Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana, all of them host significant major military bases, prompting questions which, uh, how do service members and their families who frequently don't have a say in their stationing would adapt to these new laws? And so a recent Pentagon press release addressing these new guidelines highlighted that the service members and their kin don't have control where they are positioned. And given the demands of the military service, they need to relocate to travel to fulfill operational needs. And so in a press release issued by the Pentagon, they said that the efforts taken by the department today will not only ensure that service members and their families are afforded time, and flexibility to make private health care decisions, but will also ensure service members are able to access non-covered reproductive health care regardless of where they are stationed. In other words, abortion. Now, the policy went into effect on March 18th, which states that the service members have access to lawfully available non-covered reproductive health care regardless of where they are stationed and that they will be able to request an administrative absence without being charged leave to access that care. Now, service members can be granted an administrative absence of up to three weeks. It also standardizes and extends the timeline which service members have to inform their commanders of a pregnancy to 20 weeks. Now, in result of this, in the wake of all this that's occurring, Senate Republicans have rightfully so protested the unprecedented shift by withholding confirmations of military leadership appointees. Now, for those of you who have followed the Tribe of Christians, our ministry channel for the past several years, you know that the very first pivotal major point in our nation's history 
that brought upon the onslaught of major catastrophic judgments upon the nation began, or beginning with the pandemic, all of it began with New York's passing of late-term abortion, January 22nd of 2019. Now, as a result, as far as I'm aware, our ministry has not been uh, not the only one to uh, not only accurately, or I mean, our ministry has been the only one to not only accurately prophesy the coming pandemic within three to four years in advance, but we were also one of the only ones to accurately prophesy its exact timing to the very day and month and its target, uh, its political targeting of Christians and churches. Now, in a prophetic word published to our site, I prophesied that the very first sign of judgment would occur within one year, and it would target New York City and the churches, and resulting in a massive exodus of people fleeing out of our city. Exactly one year to the very date, January 22nd, 2020, headlines from all these various different news outlets reported the first COVID case detected in Seattle, Washington. And if that wasn't enough, although I received that word January of 2019, the Lord actually told me to wait to release that word until March 11th, 2019. March 11th, 2020. The World Health Organization declared COVID-19 an emergency pandemic, and we all know what followed afterwards. So historic things have happened in the month of March uh, beginning with the pandemic. And so with the military passing the abortion stance, uh, March of 2023 is another leading indicator that these series of judgments are not over. Although the Supreme Court has taken uh, a step in the right direction by overturning Roe v. Wade, but in God's eyes, it didn't do anywhere near enough justice to prove that our nation is actively taking steps to repent and turn away from the evils of abortion. The Supreme Court shouldn't have only ruled uh, to overrule Roe v. Wade uh, on constitutional, but they should have also ruled abortion completely unconstitutional. But that's not what happened. So instead, this has pushed the nation, specifically progressive states, even further into their sin, by codifying abortion and even late-term abortion into their state laws, which has divided the nation right smack down the middle, right back down to the Civil War era lines. And now, with the Pentagon uh, adoption of these pro-abortion stances, including very pro-transgender ideologies and anti-biblical leadership, our nation is still guilty of the sin of abortion, if not even more guilty than has ever been before. Now, just like the dire consequences of New York's passing of late-term abortion in 2019, there is no doubt in my mind, no doubt that this will inevitably lead to the solidification of consequences, of further divine intervention, of retribution, and divine judgment upon the nation. As if uh, that article isn't alarming enough, there are now several more other alarming headlines revealing that this divine retribution is already happening. There are many reports and headlines suggesting woke policies in our nation's military have dramatically weakened 
our military and depleted our reserves and our active military strength numbers. The Council of Foreign Affairs put out this headline, which reads, The President's Inbox Recap, the U.S. Military Recruiting Crisis. Another headline, which also reads, Why Recruiting and Confidence in America's Armed Forces is So Low Right Now. Another headline says, U.S. Military Recruiting Struggles Continue as Most Branches Expect to Fall Short of the Fiscal Year 2023 Goals. And then the Washington Examiner, it also reads, Lowered standards and disregarded data have weakened the U.S. military. Now, the reasons for the military's decline are straightforward, yet very important to understand. Our military has become entangled in a perilous practice of lowering standards and ignoring crucial data, all for the sake of misguided political agenda. This has led to the slow erosion of the of our military of one our once strong armed forces now a key example was the uh, arbitrary dismissal of a 2015 study by the secretary of navy ray mabus mabus i think if i said that right of the marine corps research this research concluded that gender integrated combat units did not move as quickly or shot as accurately as all male formations and that the women were twice as likely to sustain combat injuries. These disparities were downplayed at the time and reframed as opportunities to train women more extensively and aim for equal fitness standards between men and women. However, Neither the Marine Corps nor the Army upheld their promise of targeted programs aimed at the improvement of physical fitness standard equity based on military occupational specialties. Instead, the worst-case scenario unfolded. Negligible support for women wishing to enter combat arms roles and differing standards for men and women doing the same job. Now, this does not foster strength through diversity in uh engenders division through disparity. Importantly, the negative effects of these varying standards reach beyond mere fairness. The discrepancies, far from benefiting women, make it more challenging for them to earn the trust and confidence of their peers. In any team-based environments, rather it's sports or military or the corporate world, the team's strength lies in its unity, its cohesion, and collective ability. Now, the standards by which each team member is evaluated and expected to perform critically affect these attributes. The existence of differing standards within the same team can significantly undermine these vital dynamics. So a lot of this is talking about the integration of women into combat-oriented roles, uh, like the infantry. Now, a headline from Military.com also reads, Pentagon Crisis Blames Diversity Policies and Fitness Standard for Recruiting Woes. Conservative politicians and critics of the Biden administration have released a report that offers a solution to the recruiting issues facing the military. Ditch efforts to add diversity, fight extremism, or combat climate change. What we're trying to do is save the military from a Pernish ideology that can have very negative effect on war fighting capability. Rebecca Heinrichs, a member of the Heritage Foundation panel 
that wrote the newly released report said during a public rollout at the conservative think tank in Washington, D.C. Now, the Heritage Report underscores many of the same warnings issued for years by Republicans through uh, especially in recent months as politicians have escalated allegations of a woke force. Many say that the left-leaning policies embraced by the Biden administration lead to a loss of confidence among service members, weaken the uh, military, and in turn hurt recruitment. What the Biden administration has done has lowered all the PT standards all across the board of our service members to accommodate uh, so-called fairness and gender orientations all across the board in an effort to boost recruitment numbers. They have even gone as far as to actively promote the LGBT in their ads rather than focusing on the core mission and objectives of our military. And so while our nation's enemies have all been building up their armies, we have been severely destroying our army, ripping out the very heart and soul of what made our military the finest in the world. Now, should our nation be attacked or threatened with a massive global conflict, there is no way and chance we would be able to defend ourselves or win in any major battle or conflict, especially now that we have implemented abortion into our military. There's no way that God's anointing is still on our nation's military strength. Now, to make matters even worse, there are now number, uh, numerous reports and headlines revealing that not only does our military leader uh, literally lack leadership, not only do we lack the recruitment numbers and the strength, but now we are lacking the supplies, the ammunition, and the weapons needed for conflict readiness thanks to the Ukraine war. Wall Street Journal reports this headline reading, Ukraine war is depleting U.S. ammunition stockpiles, sparking Pentagon concern. The Washington Times also reports, locked and loaded, $41.3 billion in U.S. military aid to Ukraine diminishes America's weapons stockpiles. The Wall Street Journal also reporting, U.S. struggles to replenish munition stockpiles as the Ukraine war drags on. Meanwhile, while our nation is spending billions of dollars to support Ukraine, another headline just came out uh, by Military.com that Fort Cavazos soldiers have been without proper access to food for months. Now, if you're wondering where the heck is Fort Cavazos is, well, it's in Texas. And um, it's the original home of Fort Hood in the 1st Cavalry, but it was recently just renamed after the first Latino four-star general. But apparently the U.S. has been neglecting our soldiers in Texas, unable to adequately feed them. So while we're focusing on making our military more woke, more politically correct, while we've been focusing on the war in Ukraine and completely destroying our military uh, and also renaming our military installations uh, to be politically correct, uh, we are unable to actually effectively feed and support our troops. One of the Army's largest bases has been... Uh, barely able to keep up its food services up and running for months, according to soldiers stationed there and dining facilities schedules reviewed by military.com. A situation at Fort Cavazos, Texas, previously known as Fort Hood, 
has left some uh, junior enlisted with very few options for meals. As top officials on base struggle to juggle logistics while most of its cooks are on deployments, missions, or serving field training in other events. Now, according to the report, the Texas base had, had only two of its 10 major dining options open every day for much of the summer, with three others open only very limited hours. The primary cause of the issues is that the base's dining facilities don't have enough Army cooks to run them. While the closures of the dining facilities led many service members to drive long distances across the base and sometimes an hour-round trip for their meals, some were left out to fend for themselves as not all junior soldiers have vehicles, and the base provides only a limited shuttle service with non-dedicated to dining facilities. Now, for months, one dining facility was open and was a more than a 30-minute drive for any soldier. An unnamed, uncommissioned officer, or an un- unnamed non-commissioned officer told Military.com, all the soldiers were going to that one. It's unmanageable during the workday. So all signs are telling us that If our nation does not dramatically change course and repent right now, the 247 years worth of sacrifice that our nation has made to be who we are today will all be gone in the blink of an eye. And it seems that our nation has forgotten the very true meaning of sacrifice and what it really means to be free. Outside of Christ, there is no freedom. We've taken everything for granted. And if we do not do something now, it's all going to be lost. America's glory was its firm beliefs and foundations built upon the gospel message. Without it, we are absolutely nothing. And if the warnings are not heeded, the same fate that happened to biblical Israel will also happen here to the United States. Keep running the race. Do not give up. Stay encouraged. Whatever you do, never lose hope.